It's time for the fastest hour of radio, Southern Race Week, with your host, William Barber. Well, every single week in and week out, race fans, uh, I, William Barber, your friend, your pal, your cousin, your neighbor, a.k.a. WB, and Alfie, set a high atop uh, the pit box and try to make sure that we get you up to speed with everything you need to know going on in racing. Whether you're listening to us on your favorite radio station or you're listening to us on your favorite podcast location, we want to thank y'all for tuning in and thank y'all for subscribing to all of the shows. And as always, I'd like to welcome the proud sponsors of the program, Food Depot Grocery Stores, and also big shout out and uh, appreciation to the Speedway Children's Charities of Atlanta Motor Speedway and that new dirt track that they're building over Atlanta Motor Speedway that I can't wait to go out there and drive on. Ladies and gentlemen, here he is. Here's the man, the booker, the agent, the guy that can get you an interview with anybody in the world is... How you doing there, William? And speaking of Atlanta Motor Speedway, you, you've mentioned like there's a lot of dirt up there right now because they're uh, increasing the banking. If you head on over to our social media platforms, which is facebook.com slash Southern Race Week or at SRW Radio on Twitter, I've actually posted a link there. They have a live camera that is streaming 24 hours a day. So you can actually watch the crews out there working on the track, digging up the track, putting all the dirt down raising the banking so once again if you go to our social media platforms that's facebook.com slash southern race week or on twitter at srw radio we provided you that link so you can watch around the clock 24 7 even at dark they have it running as well so you can check out the progress of the next generation of atlanta motor speedway as the folds of honor qt 500 will return in march to atlanta motor speedway that's right in case you haven't heard Atlanta Motor Speedway announced that Folds of Honor and QT will be back to sponsor the March race next year at the all-new Atlanta Motor Speedway. So very excited about that. And also don't forget about the Facebook page and Twitter page is your source for all the latest racing news, whether it's NASCAR, NHRA, IndyCar, grassroots racing. You'll get all your racing updates and news right there on the Facebook page as well as the uh, Twitter page as well, William. And you have your own personal Twitter page. and and what and the kids call Instagram uh, as well, correct? Yeah, it's called IG, and it's uh, at William Barber or just William Barber at uh, William Barber, aka WB, and then of course on uh, Twitter, WB Radio Network. Uh, I know that this week is a little unique week because. The Tokyo Olympics, where nobody is allowed to go to, is going on. And it's on NBC, which happens to be where our friends from NASCAR are being televised. And we, unfortunately, can't watch any NASCAR racing because they're doing that. So this week, we're going to talk to the ladies of racing. Tell me about it, man. That's right, William. A special Southern Race Week edition of... uh of the program is we're going to be speaking to some of the best female drivers currently on the short track circuit right now. In just a couple of moments, we'll speak with a uh, Jacqueline Drake. Now, normally we talk to her about the car tour series because she's covering all that action, but uh, she's going to be racing for the first time in 10 years as she'll be racing at Orange County Speedway in North Carolina. 
coming up later on this year. And she had a very illustrious uh, short track career in the uh, Texas area before she hung it up to go to college and focus on her career. But she has a desire to get back in there and drive. So we're going to talk to her about her preparation as she gets set to return to uh, racing for the first time in 10 years. And then you had an opportunity to speak with Emma Britt, who uh, made some noise at Atlanta Motor Speedway during the Thursday Thunder Series. So we're going to get in depth with her and learn a little bit about herself. And then also JoJo Wilkinson will be joining us, our good friend from Hueytown, Alabama, who's still in the BMR Racing Academy. And coming up this weekend, now if you listen to the podcast, unfortunately, the event is already passed, but this weekend she'll be making her ARCA West Race debut. So uh, we're really excited for JoJo to be able to do that. So uh, we'll talk about that. And as I mentioned, if you're listening to this on the podcast, uh, that event has already passed. It'll be a Saturday, July 31st, up in the state of Colorado. So really excited to speak to all of these uh, amazing young ladies as we focus on the female drivers making their names known in the short track world this week, William, on the Southern Race Week Radio program, as well as the Southern Race Week Radio podcast. Hey, this is Brandon Hutchison, Executive Vice President and General Manager of Atlanta Motor Speedway. You're listening to Southern Race Week. Hello, and welcome back to this week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio for you along the far-flung Southern Race Week Radio network. It's Alfie continuing on with this week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio along with the Southern Race Week Radio podcast as we have a special week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio as we look at some of the best female drivers that are dominating the short track circuit. And our next guest joining us here on the Food Depot Hotline has had some experience racing on the short track circuit. She took some time off, and now she's going to be returning to race in a short track race coming up later on this year. As I mentioned, we head on over to the Food Depot Hotline and welcome in Miss Jacqueline Drake. Hello. Thank you so much for taking time to join us this week on this special edition of Southern Race Week Radio. We focus on the uh, best female drivers in the short track world. And thank you so much for taking the time to uh, join us this week on Southern Race Week Radio. Hopefully you're doing well. Yeah. Thanks for having me. I, I don't know if I'm uh, one of the best short track racers, uh, but thanks for having me. I'm, it's always a pleasure. Yes, uh, because normally you've been on our show talking about what's been going on in the Cars Tour series because you're one of the people there covering all the action for Cars Tours. But uh, for many of you who might not know, we've, we we kind of discussed it one of the first times you joined us on the show was that you were a very successful short track driver for many years growing up, and then you took a break. You went to college, and, and you did all of that, and you decided to get into the uh, broadcasting side of racing, covering things for the Cars Tour Series. And now you are you have the opportunity to, once again, get the helmet back on, get behind the wheel, and drive in an upcoming event. Where is it that you're going to be racing when you do make your return? So I'm going to be headed out to Orange County Speedway, and that's located in Rougemont, North Carolina, which is new to me because I did um, all my racing down in Texas, Kansas, Oklahoma. So I never was able to venture outside of that region. So uh, it's going to be a lot of newness for me, definitely. Now, tell us about your short track career growing up. You started racing at a very early age. So when was it that you started participating in short track races? Yeah, so I was six years old and I started racing. And I did dirt go-karts kind of up through the age ranks until um, I moved into asphalt, which 
my father was a past sprint car racer and didn't necessarily want my brother or I to move into micros uh, or sprint cars. And I was racing dirt uh, whenever I was eight or nine years old, around the 16-year-olds. So my age group, I I hate even telling the story, but my age group, I was winning too much. <laughs> so they put me into the older age group. They put me in like the 12 to 13 and still the same problems. And then they put me against the 16-year-olds. So I raced against uh, 16-year-olds for about a year for no trophy, no points, no anything, just because I had won every race except for one. And it was because they started the race without me on the track and I finished second. So <laughs> my dad, my dad's like, Hey, we need to switch things up a little bit. And, uh, so decided to get me into asphalt racing on and doing quarter midgets, which I then had to travel a little bit further. I did that for about four years, I believe. And I won four championships as well as, you know, several different feature wins or fast times. And then I moved into legend cars and I raced those for, this is about like a year to two years at Texas Motor Speedway at their little Texas track. And then from that point, I started racing late models at Houston Motorsports Park uh, in Houston, Texas. Ended up getting the 2009 uh, NASCAR Rookie of the Year down at that track. We did that until I graduated, and at that point, which you kind of spoke on, I couldn't really commit to continuing to do racing and going to college and working full-time, so I had to make a decision. So I wasn't really lying when I said you're one of the top drivers in the short track world because that resume <laughs> right there pretty much says it all right there. You were very successful before you hang, before you had to hang it up to uh, venture into a little college. As we're speaking to Jacqueline Drake here, short track driver who's going to be making a Come back here later on this year on Southern Race Week Radio, along with the Southern Race Week Radio podcast. So as you said, you made the decision that you wanted to focus on college, focus on your career, and put driving off to the side. But now you have an opportunity to to come back into the sport. How did it come about that you were able to get this opportunity? Well, I've talked about it for several years, We and I've talked about the logistics of, hey, you know, getting my car from Texas to here, where am I going to put it? How am I going to get it to the trailer considering I drive a Honda uh, or get it to the track? You know, how am I going to haul it? You know, the logistics of having a crew, which I'm sure I could find plenty of people around here to help, but there's a lot that goes into ha like having your own race car. And so I've thought about it for the last several years, but we never really came to any sort of conclusion. And uh, I've spoke a little bit uh, about how I'm 29 and I have a bucket list of 29 things I want to do before I'm 30. And so I made the list in anticipation of my 29th birthday, which was in April. And on the list was to race again. We started doing the math and we realized, hey, the last time you raced was when you were 19. So it's been 10 years. Wow. And it's sad in a way to think about wow, 10 years flew by that quickly and it doesn't feel that way, um, but it does. And so I just made it a priority. I was like, this is what I want to do. Um, and then in the fall, last uh, fall of 2020, I had started reaching out to some teams to get an idea of how much it would cost if I got a ride out here in North Carolina, because logistically it makes the most sense. 
And so I started, I talked to several different teams, got some pricing, got a few ideas, headed into January of this year. I had everything laid out. And then I just started making phone calls to try to get sponsorship and figure out, hey, how can I make this work financially? What can, you know, everybody benefit out of it? And so um, that's where my partnership with Solid Rock Carriers uh, comes from. He's you know the head sponsor of my race as well as um you know we were we partnered with craig moore racing so uh he's teaming up with us he is actually a past track champion out at the track we're going to orange county speedway and um we have another couple of other sponsors that have come on board and sri performance being one of them i've had simpson help me out a little bit because i had to go get all new race gear <laughs> it's just, it's been a project, but I've had a lot of people really embrace it. And I'm, I'm more than excited to actually get in the car and see how it goes. <laughs> now, as you said, it's been a decade since you've been in a car and, and driving around the track. Are you at all nervous about this? Do you have any kind of uh, apprehension or nerves about getting back behind the wheel since it's been so long? Yes, I'm extremely nervous. I have um, never driven a car that my father and I have never built. So I'm nervous to be the driver that shows up with a helmet bag because um, I've, I've never been that driver. I'm nervous just to be back in the car. I've had a lot of uh, people that did the same kind of thing. They took a long break, reach out to me and say, it's just like riding a bike. You're going to be just fine. You're going to get in there. You're going to be fine. And um, I'm, I'm hoping that's the case. Uh, physically, I have been really committed to working out to get my stamina and my strength back up because when I used to race, you're racing pretty often. Um, and then I was also working out, but not that I'm out of shape, but it's just getting your stamina back up is really important, especially if it's like a hot night. Um, and then racing a late model stock is a little bit different than what I raced because I raced pro late models. So there's some differences there that I'm going to have to learn and get um, accustomed to. But yeah, I'm, I'm definitely nervous. We're going to be going testing next month. So the race is in October, but in August, we're going to be doing our first test, which had to be postponed um, due to my arm injury. But <laughs> I'm just ready to get out on the track. <laughs> well, it sounds like you are, and we're all excited for you. So once again, what's the date? And if our listeners want to purchase tickets to come, maybe come check you out at the event, uh, where can they go to get information about all that? So uh, it's going to be October the 9th at Orange County Speedway in Rougemont, North Carolina. There's a couple different Orange County Speedways out there, so make sure it's the one in North Carolina. And uh, you can purchase them at the track. And we'll, we're going to be there. There's going to be, my whole family is going to be there. Friends are, tr are flying in. It's going to be a pretty exciting time. So I uh, welcome anyone to come out and enjoy the fun and cheer us on for uh, hopefully we're going to get a solid finish here. That's what I want. <laughs> and I'm sure you're going to be documenting this on your social media platform. So if our listeners want to follow you and your progress there, where can they go? And also keep up with the car tour series. Uh, where can they go to follow you on social media? So you can go to uh, just Jacqueline Drake, uh, which is on Facebook, or you can go to my Instagram, which I post most of, uh, you know, behind the scenes stuff on Instagram stories. 
the one and only JKD as well as Twitter. And Cars Tour, you know, we're racing this weekend at Hickory Motor Speedway. We're going all over and our season's getting kicked up back again. So you can always follow all their stuff on uh, their just Cars Tour social channel. Well, uh, Miss Drake, we really appreciate taking the time to join us this, on this special week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio as we look at some of the best female drivers on the circuit, and you're going to be uh, getting back behind the wheel after a decade of absence, so we're looking forward to it. So, once again, thank you for the time, and we'll talk to you again as we get closer to that date. Thank you again, and anytime. Good luck to everyone, and uh, I'll, I'll fill you in on how it goes. Hey, this is Briar Bauman, professional motorcycle racer for Indian Motorcycle, and you're listening to Southern Race Week. Hi, race fans. Welcome back to this week's edition of Southern Race Week right here on your favorite radio station and your favorite podcast locations, whether it's iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, or the iHeartRadio app. You know, you can find us, follow us, and uh, make sure you subscribe so that every week when we update uh, a new show, you'll know all about it. Every week on the program, we like to uh, scour all across the United States and beyond and find a driver who is getting it done on the track. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome a winner on the track at Atlanta Motor Speedway, Chris Motor Speedway Motorsports Park, and also coming off some great uh, victories in action at Lanier Speedway. Ladies and gentlemen, the driver of the number 38 Legends Racing Ride, Emma Brad. Emma, welcome to the show. Thank you. What in the world is a wonderful young lady like yourself doing racing cars? My dad started racing when he turned 18. He used to do it for a long time. And then one day, when he, he came in the house one day and asked me if I wanted to start racing and try it out. And I said, yes, sir. And I tried it and I haven't stopped since. You've got two wins at Atlanta Motor Speedway during Thursday Thunder. And you've now moved out of the rookie class and uh, now in the outlaw. What kind of transition has that been for you? It's been great. A lot more competition, but it's been a real fun time. I've been enjoying it a lot. Coming off of uh, some, some weekend racing at, at uh, Lanier, uh, how did that go for you? And, and and what was the overall car count like? We've had a pretty good car count, and it's been good. The competition's been good, and the track's been good. Had a pretty good finish. We're starting in outlaws so far. Your dad, Kurt, he uh, owns a uh, uh, you know motorsports team, and uh, I believe he does truck and uh, late model. Is that correct? Yes, sir. So do you see yourself making that transition ultimately to go into racing trucks and, and late models and, and, and moving on, or what's in the crystal ball for Emma Britt? Yes, sir. Hopefully I'll move up to something bigger eventually once i start to get more learning experience now i hate to ask this question now because you it's rude to ask a a young lady uh how old they are but let's give folks an idea of how old you are and how old you were when you started racing legends i'm 14 year old 14 years old now and i was 12 when i started well when i first started i had no experience driving anything so i just had to took my tires a little bit and get some experience, but I slowly but surely made my way and started learning more and more. What's one of the things that, uh, what, what type of car? Okay. Now you're 14 now, right? Okay. So 15, yes, 16, and it, you get a learner's permit. You don't even have a learner's permit and you're a race driver. 
Okay, so <laughs> what kind of car does Emma want when she turns 16? I want a Chevrolet Denali GMC. Oh, you want a truck? Yes, sir. Okay, all right. then. Well, that probably uh, puts your mom and dad at ease a little bit. You know, I mean, I thought you were going to say a Chevy Corvette or something like that. I mean, uh, <laughs> okay, all right, then. Well, in a Denali, that is, that is you know, nice and everything. So make sure they, you know, check out Bellamy Strickland Chevrolet Buick GMC over there in McDonough and, and, and tell them WB <laughs> sent you. Uh, well, listen, uh, what piece of advice could you give? Uh, getting back to a little seriousness here. What piece of advice, um, and if y'all are just joining us here, we've got Emma Britt. She is the driver of the number number 38 uh legends program she just moved out of the rookie class and moved into um moved into the outlaw moved into the outlaw class so what piece of advice could you give to a young lady or to a young man who is you know 9 10 11 12 you know, 13 14 years old what piece of advice could you give to them uh, if they would like to get into racing, you know, legends or anything else, cause you've seen it from your dad's perspective for a while. So what piece of advice could you give them? Just to never give up and that everything is a learning experience and just to never give up. And I promise that you'll get better in it. It's all a learning experience and you all, you always got to start somewhere and get better and better each day. Okay. Well, listen, if, uh, if you want Right now, if you ever wanted to get some experience racing on dirt, you could probably, uh, I've got a key to the back gate at Atlanta Motor Speedway, you know, and they're tearing it up. We could probably take a car over there, tell your dad to build us a dirt car, and we could race around a dirt track uh, for Atlanta Motor Speedway until they built the pavement down. You know what I'm saying? That'd be, <laughs> I, I mean, you know, I just thought, thought that'd be something cool to do. All right. Well, listen, Emma, let's, uh, uh, let's give everybody a chance to, uh, to, you know, do you throw out your sponsors or throw out any, uh, anybody that's, uh, you know, helping make this all happen for you. Okay. Yes, sir. I would like to thank my dad and mom and grandma and grandpa. They've all helped me so much in this racing and everything like that. My friends and family and everybody like that. I appreciate everybody that's helped me, you know. Okay, cool. And if somebody wanted to find you, follow you, or learn more about you, um, what's the platform or where do we need to point them to? I have a Facebook page, Emma Britt Racing. All right, then. All right. Well, listen, Emma, if, uh, if, 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 you know, when you keep progressing on, uh, and, and winning more or, or whatever else, as you have, you know, new developments with, a you know, a, a new sponsor or anything like that, please feel free to reach back out to us and let us know. Cause we'd love to have you back on the show and love to be able to continue to follow you. Cause you know, it wasn't that long ago. There was a 14 year old kid that was on our show and his name was Chase. And look at him now. (laughs) So there you go. Well, listen, Emma, congratulations on your wins and congratulations on having such a successful uh, career so far. And uh, good luck. And we look forward to talking to you again real soon. Okay. Thank you so much, sir. I hope you have a great day. Hi, this is Greg Walter, General Manager of the Charlotte Motor Speedway, and you're listening to Southern Race Week. All right, welcome back to this week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio for you along the far-flung Southern Race Week Radio Network itself. We continue in this week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio along with the Southern Race Week Radio podcast and a special episode 
of Southern Race Week as we're focusing on some of the best female drivers dominating the short track world. And we're very honored and privileged to have another one of those great drivers joining us this week on Southern Race Week Radio, a great friend of the program. We've seen her progress and grow as a driver over the years that she's been on this program. So let's head on over to the Food Depot hotline and welcome in live from the great state of California, ladies and gentlemen, it's Miss JoJo Wilkinson. Uh, Miss Wilkinson, thank you so much for taking time yet again to join us this week on Southern Race Week Radio. Hopefully everything is going good for you out there on the West Coast in the great state of California. Hopefully you're doing well. How are things going for you, in fact? I'm great, thank you. You are still participating in the uh, BMR Racing Academy. You just had a race this past weekend. You started on the pole and uh, finished second. You've been having some great races in the BMR Racing Academy. I really think you've turned some heads and opened some eyes to your talent. So tell us about your efforts. It's been good. I really love this Drivers Academy because I feel like I'm getting the seat time that uh, most kids won't need right now. And I'm just very thankful for that opportunity. But um, doing the academy, it's just very uh, heartwarming for me because um, this is what I've wanted to do since I was a little girl. And now that I'm able to do this academy and get this seat time in these type of cars, it's leading me and getting me ready. Now, being able to be in the academy, you have an opportunity to speak to other drivers, drivers that you've never really raced against. Have you feel like you had an opportunity to learn mm -hmm. from some of the other drivers who are part of the academy and, and learn a little bit from them as well as they probably have learned a little bit from you? Yes, sir. It all goes both ways. Um, me, Amber, Cole, and Gabe, we're all from the different sides of the United States. Amber's actually from Canada. Gabe is from Wisconsin, I'm from Alabama, and Cole is from right here in California. So we're all all over the place, and we all do different types of racing, and we just give each other feedback and how racing has been going and what we've learned. And even on the weekends, we're not running the academy races, and we'll be running the late models. We'll just say, hey, good luck this weekend. Um, they'll call me and tell me good luck this weekend or good run. So, yeah, it's definitely um, a very good deal, an opportunity for all of us drivers to learn and communicate with other drivers as well. Speaking with JoJo Wilkinson here on the special edition of Southern Race Week Radio, we're spotlighting the best in female drivers that are dominating the uh, short track circuit. And I know when we talked earlier about your opportunity, the BMR Racing Academy, uh, you're looking for some sponsorship. You're looking for people to help you uh, be able to give you a sponsorship to help you uh, evolve and, and be able to participate in more races in the BMR Racing Academy. And you did have a great sponsor who was helping you throughout your career really step up. So I want to give you an opportunity to really thank that sponsor who's giving you that opportunity because that's all you needed was an opportunity. And now you're taking advantage of it. But thanks to your great sponsor, they're helping you out. Can you tell us a little bit about them? Uh, yes, sir. Uh, Anthony owns Instacote Premium Products. He is a big racer. I finally just called him one day and asked him if he wanted to be behind me and be on the car. And at first, it started off small, of course. I was racing short tracks then at Savory and Huntsville, Montgomery. But he came on board, and he's been by my side for the past two years now, even during my wreck. So he hasn't left me once, and we finally got this opportunity to come up here and test in January, and he was still behind me then as well. He was completely behind me, and he didn't want to get away from it. He got more involved with it, and... Now that I'm driving the Academy, he wanted to run some Arca West races. So we put three on our schedule, and this one is this weekend. So 
I hope that it all goes well and continue to back me up. But I love Anthony so much and be more thankful for everything that he has done for me. And I don't think you could ever find a sponsor like him. Um, that's what you need in this sport and a good relationship with your sponsors. And I definitely have that for sure. Now, coming, you just mentioned it. You're going to be making your ARCA debut. It'll be Saturday, uh, July 31st. So now for those of you who are listening to the podcast, uh, that race has already concluded. But uh, tell me about how excited you are for this opportunity. Uh, I was reading somewhere on your Facebook page that this is something you wanted to do, that if you can go back and just talk to yourself when you started to know that you would be here at this point. Tell me about your excitement, your thoughts as you get ready to make your ARCA West debut on Saturday, July 31st. Like I said in that post, ever I was little racing go-karts, um, actually, I would look up to Danica Patrick. She was the only female race car driver um, at the time in NASCAR, and that's the only female that I could watch. And I hate that it didn't work out for her, but whenever I was little, she was one of my role models. And watching her and seeing how all these other females were driving and doing what they could do, I want to do that. I want to be that. I want to go off and do those things at just nine years old, racing dirt go-karts. And I wish I could go back and tell my nine-year-old self that it was all going to be okay and to just take it day by day because I've stressed out so much. I've cried and I've missed out on a bunch of stuff as a kid and even as a high schooler now. Looking back, I had no idea I was going to be at the spot that I'm in now because I'm just a small-town girl from Hueytown, Alabama is home of the Alabama gang with racing and stuff like that in it. And I honestly didn't think that was going to help me whatsoever. But what sells me up here is my accent and the little Southern girl that they don't see every day. So (laughs) I'm very thankful for growing up and seeing all these females race and what I want to do. And that's where I'm at now. Well, it's very exciting because one day you might be one of those female drivers that the younger generation will be looking up to and inspired to be like uh, when they get a little bit older. Uh, JoJo, if our listeners want to keep up with your progress, what's going on with you, where can they go to follow you on social media or keep up with what's going on with you in your racing career? Um, I mainly post personal or like test stuff at, um, on my Instagram page, with, which is um, Joe Wilkinson. And then we post more of just racing stuff on my Facebook page, which is Jalen JoJo Wilkinson, driver number 11. Um, we're always looking for more sponsorship. We're trying to run the full season next year, if possible, in the ARCA West Series or even ARCA East or the whole ARCA Series. I don't know. Whatever I can get my hands into is what I want to do. But we're just working hard, and anything helps. And I'm just so thankful for everybody supporting me and really thankful for my friends and family back at home because they are the only reason why I'm up here these types of things so just wanted to shout that out and tell everybody thank you and then also thank y'all for me as long as y'all have and keeping up with me for these past few years now well we're really proud of you jojo we always appreciate the time you take to uh, join us uh here on southern race week radio good luck to you uh, this weekend and of course we'll talk to you again down the road and keep up with all your progress Yes, sir. Thank you so much. Hey, this is J.R. Todd, driver at DHL Toyota Camry, and you're listening to Southern Race Week. Well, Alfie, I, I tell you, I, I'm, I'm, I'm by tired, man. I mean, I'm, I'm ready for a vacation, man. I mean, you think you can give me one? I mean, you think we can get one? Uh, like, when are we going to get to go out of town, just me and you, and just, and just, I mean, you know, all this racing, this NASCAR stuff stopped. 
Why can't we take a break, huh? Come yeah. on, man. Yeah, I think it's a good idea. Talk to your wife about it. She's the one who runs the show, apparently. So, uh, you got know, to talk to your wife about, you know, taking a vacation. You know, you know, we got to, you know, get the kids all packed up and everything else. So, I mean, hey, you know, let's make it happen. All right. Hey, <laughs> right? I mean, don't you think we deserve it? Yeah, I I agree with you. Okay. All right. Well, hey, race fans. Uh, William Barber, aka WB, here. Alfie, of course setting high atop the pit box. And uh, we want to thank y'all for taking time to tune in. Don't forget, check us out, Southern Race Week on Facebook, facebook.com slash Southern Race Week. Bottom line, Google Southern Race Week. You can't miss it. And on all the, uh, the your podcast location for uh, iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, you name it. And, of course, on the iHeartRadio app. And, of course, we couldn't do the show without you tuning in and the great help from uh, our friends over at Food Depot grocery stores in all across Georgia. Alvin, thank again the folks that we had on the show today. Yes, a special edition of Southern Race Week Radio. We looked at the ladies of the short track circuit, Jacqueline Drake, Emma Britt, as well as JoJo Wilkinson. And next week, we're going to be speaking with uh, Brad Gilly of the Performance Racing Network. And uh, maybe I'll try to get Brandon Hutchinson on the line next week so we can get an update on the progress of what's going on there at Atlanta Motor Speedway. So hopefully we'll have you, uh, have for you another jam-packed episode of Southern Race Week Radio next week. All right, then. Well, listen, folks, y'all enjoy your great week, and we'll see you at a short track or super speedway near you real soon. And until then, y'all have a great one. We'll see you right back here next week. Mm-hmm.